If you're operating your business from a place of lack and intimidation, you'll never develop the vision that's necessary to discover your competitive advantage. Ultimately, you may find that your competitive advantage lies within all the things that your, that your competitors are doing wrong. You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle, a podcast that teaches you how to scale your solo business so you can earn more while working less. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a weekly email newsletter where we share business tips and helpful resources for solo business owners. Subscribe to our email list today using the link in the description for this episode to receive a free marketing ebook. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Hey, y'all, welcome to episode 99 of the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Today, our topic of conversation is navigating saturated markets. It can really be difficult when you're launching a business in a crowded market, or even once you've launched your business and you realize your market is crowded and you've come to the conclusion that it's going to be more difficult to attract customers than you initially expected. In this episode, I'm going to share some simple strategies to help you figure out how to connect with target customers and stand out even when your industry feels saturated. So it's important to remember that a crowded marketplace is often proof that there is serious demand to be filled in your industry. When you think about how crowded your market really is, and even if your market really isn't that crowded, if you just do a quick Google search and say, how large is the beauty industry? How large is the marketing industry? You know, how large is the personal chef industry? How large is the baking industry? You know, if you just do some research on how large your industry really is, whether it's crowded or not, you'd probably see that the amount of sales you need a month to make a profit that would support your desired lifestyle is probably a much smaller percentage of market share than you realize, you know? How many sales do you need a month to make a profit that would support your desired lifestyle? I promise the percentage of your overall market that represents what you need to bring home to live the life you envision and deserve is probably such a small percentage that it's it begins to feel like, wow, you know, this is more possible than I thought. So I want to share some strategies with you guys to navigate saturated markets. And, you know, these are strategies you can use to navigate your market and your business in general. If you're just feeling like, wow, there are so many people out here who are doing what I'm doing How can I possibly stand out? So here are some strategies you can use to navigate saturated markets. Number one, don't be intimidated by your competitors. Instead, you should be using your competitors to your advantage. When you start your business and it's new, or if your business is relatively young, a lot of times when you look around and you start Coming across people that are doing the same thing that you want to do, it feels a little intimidating, you know? They have beautiful websites. They have thousands of customer reviews. They have 50,000 social media followers, you know? Like, they're blasting out emails to hundreds and thousands of customers. 
How on earth do I compare to them? How do I stand up to a business that has all this stuff together and I'm just trying to figure it out? You know, these feelings kind of stink. And so I want to give you guys some food for thought that kind of helps you to go from feeling intimidated to empowered by your competitors. So first of all, you should use your competitors to your advantage because if they have lots of customers and they have lots of reviews and they have attracted a piece of the pie of your market that you're in, in your industry, chances are they're not perfect. You know, no business is perfect. And so you first want to look at what they're doing wrong and use that as an opportunity to see what you can do right. You know, what are they missing and how can you fill this void? The easiest way to see this is to take a look at their customer reviews and testimonials. Every business has at least one bad review out there. Where are their bad reviews and how can you lurk in those bad reviews to figure out what they're doing wrong and how you can do those things right in your business? Your focus should be serving your customer and not obsessing about figuring out how your competitors are running their business behind the scenes. A lot of us are guilty of this. When, we get, when, when we're getting started and our business is young, we find ourselves wasting time, <laughs> creeping on our competitors, looking at what they're doing behind the scenes, trying to figure out if we can pull together bits and pieces of what they're doing behind the scenes to come up with our own speculations about how they're running their business. None of that matters. Instead, you should spend your time figuring out what they're doing wrong, and leveraging their weaknesses to take your business to the next level. If you can see what your competitor is missing, where they're falling short, figure out how you can not make those same mistakes. If you're operating your business from a place of lack and intimidation, you'll never develop the vision that's necessary to discover your competitive advantage Ultimately, you may find that your competitive advantage lies within all the things that your, that your competitors are doing wrong, all of their weaknesses. That may be where you're strong, but you, not, you may never see, but you may never see where your competitive advantage lies if you're operating from a place of lack and intimidation. That mindset will never put you in a position to attract abundance. All right, so here's my next tip here. Again, we're talking about strategies we can use to navigate crowded markets. So number one was not being intimidated by our competitors and instead using them to our advantage. And number two here is carving out a niche. What really matters when navigating crowded markets is carving out a specific area of focus for your business, a niche. A lot of people will give you advice about how to figure out what your niche is and how to determine who your target audience is, but I'm going to give it to you really simple. The best way to carve out your niche is to figure out what your strengths are and then think about who would appreciate your strengths more than anybody else. This thought process is ultimately how I came up with the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. I knew I wanted to start a business podcast, but I also knew there were thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of business podcasts out there. I thought about what my strengths were and what I had the most experience in. 
From the very beginning, I wanted to start a business that was solo. I wanted my business to be a solo company. I was committed to solopreneurship from the beginning. And I also realized that I had built and grown a company solo and I'd figured out how to put systems into place and how to navigate growing a business through passive income, through digital content, all while maintaining a solopreneurial status. I realized that was my strength. And I realized solopreneurs would probably be the people I would resonate with the most because I was a solopreneur. And so I really thought about what my strengths were, what I had results in, what I was doing well. And I realized that, wow, solopreneurs are probably the entrepreneurs. I mean, there are lots of different types of entrepreneurs, but I knew that solopreneurs specifically would appreciate what I had to offer more than an entrepreneur who had 20, 30 employees, you know? And so the easiest way to figure out what your focus needs to be and what your niche is, is to really literally just keep it simple and say, what are my strengths? What do I have results in? What am I doing well? And who is the one person who would appreciate this more than anybody else? That is your niche. Who do you resonate with the most? You know, who would appreciate your value more than anybody else? As it pertains to carving out your niche, I also want you guys to remember that it's not really all about your product. It's also about how you package it and sell it and how you communicate about it. Just think, there are lots of different types of grocery stores. We have Walmart, we have our mom and pop grocery stores, and then we have Target, which is kind of like a unicorn. Target and Walmart are kind of the same concept, you know? I mean, they're grocery stores. They sell groceries. They both sell clothing. They both sell electronics. They both sell toys. They both sell cosmetics. They both sell personal care items. Both of them have a self-checkout station. Walmart has restaurants inside of their stores, just like Target has Starbucks. However, aren't the vibes so different? You know, like if you were explaining to someone what Target was versus Walmart to someone who had never heard of Target or Walmart before, like someone maybe on the other side of the planet, if you're explaining to them, well, what's really the difference between Target and Walmart? I need to go get groceries. I want to get a snack while I'm there. I heard Walmart has a fast food chain inside their stores, but also I heard Target has a coffee shop that has foods inside their stores. What's the big difference? You know, we know that Target and Walmart have completely different vibes simply because of how these businesses market their stores. You know, really the differences between Target and Walmart really all lie within the minds of consumers. And this is very intentional. Target caters to a very specific subsection of the market of people who go grocery shopping and so does Walmart. And so this shows us how important it is to focus on subsections of a market as opposed to trying to capture everyone in the market who needs groceries. You know, a lot of people need groceries. A lot of people need to go to the store and pick things up. A lot of people go into stores to buy clothes or shoes or whatever, but isn't Target's Target customer very different than Walmart's, even though what they sell and how they sell it is very similar? And doesn't the atmosphere and really the crowd attracted to Target, isn't it so much different than the crowd attracted to Walmart? So what's the crowd 
that would be attracted to your business based on the vibes you're giving out right now? Are we getting Target? Are we getting Walmart? What are we getting here? That's something to think about. So when carving out your niche, one thing to remember is that it's better to be the master of one than the jack of all trades. Markets might be saturated, but the players in every market are rarely all the same. Just think, and this is the last example I'm going to share here as it pertains to carving out a niche, but just think fast food is a huge market here in the U.S. However, each fast food chain is a little bit different and we go to each one when we have cravings for very specific things. If I have a craving for fried chicken, I'm sorry, I'm going to Popeye's and not Chick-fil-A, but if I want fast food that's going to be good and something that doesn't make me feel just weighed down and horrible about myself, I probably will go to Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A's nuggets and they're good, especially the fried ones, but if I have a fried chicken craving, I'm not going to Chick-fil-A. I'm probably going to hit up Popeye's and get a biscuit and some red rice, you know? So figure out how you can be the master of one thing instead of the jack of all trades. Figure out how you can be different. Think about who would appreciate your strengths more than anybody else. And think about who would resonate with your story and what you have to share about your business more than someone else. You know, who would really appreciate you and resonate with your story? That typically is where your niche lies. All right, so the third and final strategy I want to share with you guys about navigating saturated markets is to be visible and make sure you have your stuff together. Even if a market is saturated, if people constantly see you, they can't forget you. Show up where you know your target customers will be and keep showing up until people can't forget you. Just because you sell something that's the same thing as the person around the corner, that doesn't mean that people don't need you or they won't see your value. You'd be surprised just how much you can stand out when you keep showing up until people can't forget that you exist, until people can't ignore you any longer. So be visible. And then the second part of this here is that you'd be surprised how much you'll stand out if you just operate with excellence. Every time someone sees your business, is it something excellent? How can you show up with excellence? How can your brand present itself with excellence? What is your online presence looking like? Do you have your stuff together? When I was preparing to record this episode and I looked at my outline and I looked at the word excellence. One of the first people that came to mind for me was Beyonce. Anytime Beyonce shows up, it is involved in something that is excellent. Every time she performs, it is excellent. It blows our minds every time. I mean, just think Coachella. It could have just been a simple performance. It could have been straight to the point. She could have gotten up there and performed some of her songs and been done with it like every other artist that performed for Coachella. But no, Beyonce took it to the next level. This became Beachella because every time she shows up, it's going to be excellent. And she's committed to blowing our minds with every performance she does. There are lots of singers. There are singers around the world. We have lots of icons, but no one is quite like Beyonce because she is committed to operating in excellence. So when you are showing up to represent your business, to serve your customers, 
when we come across anything that represents your business online, is it excellent? There are lots of people in your market doing the same thing as you, but are all of them showing up with excellence? I guarantee you they're not. Your commitment to excellence is one thing that can help you stand out more than anything else. So in conclusion here today, I want you all to remember that a saturated market is really a good thing. This means that there's demand for what you offer. If there are competitors out there that offer products or services that are similar to yours, as opposed to being intimidated by competitors, use your competitors to your advantage, leverage your competitors' weaknesses to figure out how you can fill in the gaps they're missing to help you carve out your niche for your business. When you're carving out your niche, think about what your strengths are, where you are strong, and who would appreciate your strengths more than anybody else. This is typically where your niche lies. And I wanna leave you with this food for thought today. When I'm in the bread aisle at Walmart, I always pick up my tried and true favorite loaf of bread. My favorite brand is Nature Valley specifically the honey wheat flavor. That's what I go for. If your business was a loaf of bread in the bread aisle, what would make someone pick it up off the shelf? Why would someone choose you over another one on the shelf? All right, that is all for today's episode. If you found value here today, I invite you to leave the Solopreneur Hustle a review on the Apple Podcast app. Leaving the podcast a review helps more people find the Solopreneur Hustle. If something from today resonated with you, I would love for you to tag us on social media or send me a DM on Instagram at Solopreneur Hustle. I would absolutely love to hear from you and I would love to know what's going on with you and your business. All right, that's all for today. I will talk to you guys next week. Continue to move onward, upward and forward. Until next time. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay connected between episodes, subscribe to our email list using the link in the description for this episode. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Solopreneur Hustle. And don't forget to share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Until next time.